podcast. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And welcome back to Time Out of Mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got a real oat burner of a hit for you today. We are diving into another timeless record on Pretzel Logic with a gun. So bring your 10-gallon hats and your spurs because we're going folksy, country, western music. We sure are. This is the band's foray into country music, into a little western ditty. This song is the fourth track on the second side of the album, Pretzel Logic. It comes in right between the title track, Pretzel Logic, and right before Charlie Freak. Two songs we have not covered yet, but we will be covering one of them. This song comes in at a rolling packs in a punch at a whopping two minutes 13 seconds 45 seconds longer than last week's 45 seconds more content for us and it's coming with a gun and it's coming with a piece this song i think this song unlike last week's unlike uh through with buzz hammers home a very easy to understand story ryan do you want to talk us through that story yes okay so in uh in layman's terms this is a story about a crooked man who starts a medical clinic with his friend. Practice is going well, but he became crooked and stole money out of the business. So his friend caught him and he was going to turn him into the authorities. But uh, he killed his partner before he could, as That's you do in business. I've watched this. And uh, the, the police, <laughs> the police uh, caught him and he runs to the teller of the story who remembers him and refuses to help him. The murderer flees town. He's hunted down. He has a standoff with the police, as you do in business. And he gets arrested and sent to jail. And he once again, at the end of it, asks the speaker for help. But he only says, he only warns him when he gets out They're of jail. They're not see so your face around here anymore. It is uh, just a love story, unlike many others. But it, it's, it's, it resonates with me. I get it. So, Mike, why don't you, why don't you give us uh, the ones and twos? Give us right. some details. As I said, work. fourth track, backside. I believe that would make it the... Oh, the ninth track overall? Yeah, ninth track overall on the album. Two minutes, 13 seconds. And this song, I think, kind of rules. We'll talk about more how we think it is later and how it kind of falls into the rankings and everything in a little bit. But before we are going to talk about the music, and this song starts right off with an acoustic guitar riff. A little bit different for SD. A little bit different for the for the boys from Barrytown. Wait. Mike, remind me who's who's playing uh, guitar this, this is song? Danny Diaz and Jeff Skunk Baxter once again. Our 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 man, our man in Washington D.C. We have we could devote an entire episode to the life of Jeff Skunk Baxter, but we're not going to. I promise you that we are never going to do that. But let me tell you, he is we'll get there. the best member of this this band, bar none. He. Uh, we'll give you a sneak peek. We'll save it for a later episode, but it involves uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles and rock and roll. Look, just just without wanting to learn anything except the bare minimums, go and look at the the uh, box, the table of contents on Jeff Skunk Baxter's Wikipedia page, and that'll be the start of all you need to know. He is a fascinating man and played the guitar on this song. I believe it was him. But if it wasn't, it's an acoustic guitar riff at the beginning. It starts off, you know, with that country western, almost Johnny Cash esque. You know, real, real, real beans. Yeah. By oh the yeah. Fire. Yeah. There, there's some cowboy poetry going on here. 
I definitely want to crack open a can of Heinz beans to this. I want to put put that in my the <laughs> stick over my shoulder and pretend I'm a hobo. Take the take the and train, walk it into the sunset. Jump on a jump on a box car and just take it out west to Silver City, New Mexico, or something. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. 1974, and then you know yep. what else came out in 1974? This is a little riff I didn't even tell you about. 1974 also saw the release of another New Yorker doing a country song. Do you know who I'm talking about? Was it Mayor Bloomberg? No, it was Rudy. <laughs> This was this was the start of four seasons total total landscape. No, it was it was the Long Island man himself, Mr. William Joel, oh. also in '74, released the uh, released his hit, uh, the Ballad of Billy the Kid, the joint from the album Piano Man. Not a hit. Hits a strong word, but it is indeed a Western song from a New Yorker. That song is full of inaccuracies about Billy the Kid's life. It makes no sense. But this song with a gun. Totally makes sense. So we got that acoustic guitar and then the drum fill comes in. And that drum fill was very reminiscent to me. So I did some thinking about it and I realized what it is. It is the same drum line as Ballroom Blitz. Yeah, you know, you know that song made famous, I think, in the movie Wayne's World. Ready, Ready Steve? Uh, and and then. Mick? Nick. All right, fellas. Ballroom Blitz. So Ballroom Blitz. It, this is the Ballroom Blitz. And that's where the drum fill comes from. Oh, it's not where the drum fill comes from. Oh, turns out it could be where the drum fill comes from. Ballroom Blitz released about 10 years before I thought it was released in 1973. So, so for all our beat junkies out there, Mike had tell, told me this and I did some digging. This song comes in at 108 beats per minute, which might not mean anything to uh, the average listener but uh other songs that are popular that come in at this 108 bpm would be uh, someday by the strokes uh, more than a feeling by boston renegade by sticks most importantly there is a uh a song the seventh track off the weird owl masterpiece dare to be stupid called slime creatures from outer space also I has slime creatures from outer space that also comes in at 108 uh, beats per minute. So just look at that. Now another uh, connection between these two. S- yeah. Speaking of weird, you got a parody of this one, or am I on my own again for this one? Uh, I come equipped without a pun. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. I was I was thinking he came across a hot dog stand who didn't have what you need for a hot dog, and Weird Al showed up with, with a, bun. a bun. You will be what you are, just the same. So musically, I like this song and the the guitar part all around really works. The drums, the drum fill works super well as a Western drum beat. as like an up-tempo, you know, Western drum beat. And it all plays into crafting this this tune, which is unlike anything they had really done before. There's a little bit of country-ish stuff on Can't Buy a Thrill and a little bit on Countdown to Ecstasy, but they've never really went full country like they did here. And I think it's pretty awesome. Pearl of the Quarter off of Countdown is a little bit country-ish. But we'll get into Pearl of the Quarter when we get to the three minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah, to that point, just the pretzel logic, the home stretch of it, uh, it's full of short, uh, discreet genre exercises and styles that they never attempt again. 
So this album is chock full of different, you know, flavors and, and uh, directions. And in that regard, it's comparable to an album that arguably better, arguably worse. Who's to say? Uh, in that regard, it's very similar to Abbey Road. Uh, the end of Abbey Road rolls in with the, you know, the melody or the the, um, the medley there at the end with Mean Mr. Mustard and a few songs that I'm forgetting. And then the end and Her Majesty, it's four different songs coming in with four different genres, three and a half different genres. It's a very cool way to end it. And with and with a gun and the rest of the end of Pretzel Logic kind of follows the same transition there which is neat and something I never really thought about until this exact moment. Wow. So that's very cool. Another re- revelation. Do you have any other thoughts about the music on this song? I'd like you to tell us a little bit about that delightful harmony. Ah, yes, the harmony. So uh, longtime listeners of the show, as in listeners who listened to last week's episode, <laughs> will know that there were no harmonies that we noticed. There probably is something, but nothing major in Through With Buzz. So this is our first chance to talk... Dan Manis heart, which that's oh, a that's gonna stick. Coined. That is going to stick. Trademark patent pending. Do not. Yeah, we're calling our lawyers. We're calling our lawyers yeah, to make Dan Manis our thing. This is the first harmony we have in the bridge right there. We get a sweet little harmony of high cool uh it's unexpected if you don't know the song because there's no indication that there's going to be any sort of a harmony going on you just think it's going to be this standard country music bridge and then all of a sudden there's two dons you know it reminds me of the feeling i get from that harmony is like the feeling i get after a long day of wrangling up cattle sitting by the fire and cracking open my first can of beans of the week it's just really satisfying. Now, for for listeners who don't know us personally, that's something Ryan and I do every Often. night. We we get out of work at at the local ranch, and we go we go straight to the bean store. Yeah, no, no, we uh, you know, we have a uh, avocado ranch in Hawaii. After a long day of of wrangling uh, avocados and, and other uh, livestock, we we just sit by the fire and sip beans right from the can. But um. Anything else, Mike? Because I think I'm ready to, uh, you know, take this in a slightly different direction and talk about kind of the legacy that this song has in, in contemporary yeah. culture. There is actually something else I'd like to talk about. And it's, it's, again, that connection to the West and Western things. And like I said, Johnny Cash, uh, it's a song that tells a story. And I think this is also going to become a recurring segment. The more we figure out this show, by the end of this show, we're going to just the, the entire show is going to be recurring segments. And this is a new recurring segment on the show. And this is called the Steely Daniverse, uh, where we whenever there's a song with a story, we're going to turn it into a movie and we're going to cast that movie. This is our first one, really, that tells a story from beginning to at least beginning to middle. I don't really know if it goes beginning to end, but beginning to middle. So here's what I have for you. Coming out summer 2026 with a gun. Let me start with a black screen and our hero, the stately lawman played by Paul Giamatti. Um, our hero shows a real up. face for radio and a real voice for TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Paul Giamatti is our hero. He's a lawman and he, he is there and he is chasing down a man who stole funds from the local clinic on the hill. And that man 
is played by Benicio del Toro, our drug addled, drug addicted man stealing from the clinic he works at to pay for more drugs. Why he's not just stealing the whatever they were using as drugs, probably whiskey in the 1860s. Sarsaparilla, 1870s. Yeah, just pouring straight whiskey. Why he didn't just steal that and said he'd steal the money to go pay for more drugs. That's what he did. So over the course of things, this is this is Paul Giamatti kind of tracing down BDT's character, only for us to realize that actually BDT might not be the total bad guy because he's stealing from the hospital owner who's played by Tim Allen himself. Wow, the tool man. Tim, the tool man Taylor here is going to be critical character in this movie. And he, this movie will obviously have a scene, a shootout featuring uh, Benicio Del Toro and Tim Allen. Uh, Benicio Del Toro will shoot Tim Allen's character, run away, run into Paul Giamatti, and then convince him, you're not going to arrest me. I, I, um, and this is actually helped by our sponsor here. To cast the position of law and order, the police officer, I think we write a certain Robert Unanue into the script. If you're not familiar with Robert Unanue's uh, role, he is the CEO of Goya Foods, also known as the king oh, of beans. Really nice guy there. He is the king of beans. So um, we would script him in as the police officer. The, that the restores, bean boy himself. That restores order. And uh, just having said that, this episode today is brought to you by um, Goya and specifically Goya beans. Next time you go shopping, tell the uh, cash register, um, whoever you're buying your beans from, that uh, you listen to Time Out of My Podcast and you will receive a- uh, You get free beans. Free beans. Free beans. This episode is also sponsored by uh, Bernie Madoff. Weird he's dead, but he's still buying podcast ads on on new podcasts about bands from the 70s. It's his thing, and he's only buying them on episodes that discuss felony fraud. So if you need to embezzle $42 billion, say, I mean, if you're like Ryan, the Avocado Ranch is going very well for us. It is. And you we, we are considering having to embezzle a lot of this money. So if you're like us, consider Madoff Investment Securities. It's safe. It's safe. It's not fraud. It's safe. We promise you will not need to go after your investment manager with a gun at Madoff Investment Securities. So, Ryan, I think that leads us in. Do you have anything else to say? I would just like to um, take a moment to appreciate the impact that this song had, right? Came out in 1974. Uh, to have the audacity to talk about guns on a potential radio hit. I mean, who was doing that before Steely Dan? I can't think of a single person. But when you listen to the radio today, you see a lot of specifically hip hop artists that are talking about guns. And I think in some use of pretzel logic, you can appropriate modern lyrics with the bold move that's due Dan with this. And um Mike, when I ask you, you know, most influential rapper of the past 20 to 30 years, what's the first name that comes to mind? Walter Becker. I was hoping you were going to say Ski Mask the Slump God. Ski Mask the no, Slump sorry. God. He was second. Yeah, yeah, he's close. In the classic song, Nuketown by Ski Mask the Slump God, Juice World, rest in peace, the late Juice World, had a verse that says, cutthroat, love it when they run, ho, what? Knife on the AK, stab them with a gun ho what? oh boy so that's a reference and who could forget trippy red's timeless single i kill people and the lyrics of that are we slide man we drill people man bumming like the bum is doing traffic 
with a gun or two. It is possible that those are both references to the ninth song on the Pretzel Logic album. Now, to you, uh, in in right sound and body, right mind and body, believe that Steely Dan deserved deserves writing credit on those two songs you just uh, mentioned because they Steely Dan, as we all know does have full writing credit on the Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn's classic from 1999, Deja Vu, because they are the most influential rappers of our time. True, true. So do you think that they deserve writing credit on those songs? I think... I think there's an argument to be made. I think that, yes. I think that Donald Fagan now is entitled to 50% of everything Ski Mask the Slump God <laughs> owns. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, love Trippy Red into that. So yeah, I think it goes beyond the song, and he probably deserves royalties on their entire careers. So, all right, Ryan, shall we move on to our our next segment of the show? Yes, yes, which is, let's do of that. Of course, every everyone's favorite game. Guess the ranking. We need to come up with a snappier one for that. But guess the ranking. So Ryan, as as mentioned last week, out of a possible eighty four tracks, eighty four is the magic number here. Out of a possible 84, where do you believe the users of the Steely Dan subreddit ranked with a gun in 2020? Oh, man, I'm going to say 51. 51. 51. That's a guess. And boy, you couldn't have been, well, you could have been more wrong, but you could have been more right, too, because the correct answer was 77. Oh, Jesus. They ranked the 77. <laughs> no one likes one this. Spot one spot above last week's 78th through with Buzz. Jesus Christ. Yeah, not a well-loved track. Although, as I teased last week, still not the worst on the I album. Get it. No, 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 it's not. It's definitely not the worst. I get it, though, because this song is country, right? And no one comes it's, to a Steely Dan it's listening not experience Steely Dan. to, uh, you know, listen to country music. So that that it's, that makes sense to me. Steely Dan's attempt at John Cage. It's good. It's a good, it's a good joint. I think it's a good song. You think it's a good song. Now, finally, our final, our final segment. It's of course, Hey 19. Hey 19, where we're going to rank each song in the discography on a scale of one to 19 from El Toro Oro to El Cuervo Gold. Or Guadalajara to the fine Colombia. Now, Ryan, on a scale of 1 to 19, 19 being the absolute highest, being the queen of soul, Rita Franklin herself, where are you ranking this song? I would give it four Hayes, but there is some sort of connection to Weird Al, so I'll give it five Hayes. Five out of 19? Five out of 19. All right. I am going to shock the world here. I'm giving this one 11 Hayes. Oh, hey, double digit Hayes. I'm going to skate higher. I really like this song. I, it was one of those ones that when listening to it really surprised me as to how much it kind of just, it goes from, it gives you a lot in your time. You don't need to waste a lot of time getting there. You just get a good song in a little amount of time. You get a, a cool guitar riff, some harmonies as mentioned, and you get a good story about a criminal and a lawman. And that's all anyone really wants from their music. I think it's what a lot of modern music is missing these days. I want Olivia Rodrigo singing about lawmen chasing down guys in nineteen eighteen seventy nine Nevada. Yes, that's what I, I want, want from Olivia too. Rodrigo's next too. album. You know, just Olivia, we know you're listening. We know you're a huge fan. Make it happen. 
and come on the pod next week. You can come after Dan. You'll Radcliffe that. Yeah. After after big steely Daniel Radcliffe and next guest will be Olivia Rodrigo. That just about wraps it up for With a Gun on today's episode. So next week's episode, we will be discussing yet another song off of Pretzel Logic. We're going to be discussing The Monkey in Your Soul. And we... In your soul. Boy, we got some takes on that one, I'm sure. I, I am excited to hear what comes out of our mouths next week. As am I. So the monkey in your soul will be next week's next week's classic tune. So do your research, do your homework, listen to the song for seven days straight, please. Seven days in a row, nothing else, no other podcasts, no other music except for monkey in your soul for the next seven days. So from now until then, just remember that the silver will turn to gold. And this is time out of mind. Podcast.